Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I think today is probably overall the best practice I've been a part of in Nebraska. Jake Bakoven. I think we had our best week of practice ever again. So if our goal is to get better day by day, it's been a good week. Tom and Bach starts now. Look at us go. It's been at least two months in, and we haven't been canceled yet. Tom and Bach, another show, <laughs> another Friday. Bach has already been on the air. He did the morning show with Stephen M. Sipple. Oh, yeah. So uh, I didn't even have to prep for today's show. I'm just going to turn it all over to Bach. Oh, you just replay the morning show. That's mostly all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what I want to say? Hey. You, you heard the show. What do you think? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bo Pelini on the crowd. That'll be great. Um, Bach got a brand new haircut. Uh, That's right. He's, he gives himself a haircut. I don't understand how he does it. He shaves his own head from the back. What do you look? How do you get the back? I use a mirror. Uh, use a mirror. So you just hold, you hold it up. Oh, there you go. Uh, get the camera right so people can see your hair. Uh, it's really pretty good. Yep. I think Bach should do haircuts while uh, <laughs> doing the Tom and Bach show. I think if you want to come in, you're a listener, you want a haircut from Bach, Bach will be able to do that. Because if you can do your own hair, I think you could multitask and do this show at the well, same time. Well, I'm not, I'm, not I'm not an expert. Um, people that know how to do haircuts might... Might actually see a, a problem here and there what, with it, but uh, what? How would you grade your haircut today? Oh, it wasn't bad. I, I'd give it a, a solid B plus. Yeah. Usually, I, I do a, a haircut. It takes me hours and hours to try to finally think uh, that it's perfected, and then I get upset that it's not. And then I go to bed, wake up in the morning, and then yeah. it looks okay. So I go, all right. Well, it's not too bad. I I have shaved my head in protest to Husker football and basketball in the past. Have you really? Yeah. I just like you know what. Uh, I'm shaving my head. And it, <laughs> and I got more compliments on that haircut uh, than any of my haircuts previous to that. I think it's just because it's noticeable. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed having a shaved head for a while. Uh, and then I I've not ultimately seen you grew with a shaved it out. Can you, you, are you confident once you go bald that you will look good then? Because you had, if you have a shaved head? I, I think some people do have a very good head to be bald. Like That's Michael, right. Michael Jordan has a great head. Uh, to be bald. I've said that before. Charles Barkley does not. <laughs> I don't think he, he looks too good. I don't think he looks. His head is a weird shape head. Yeah. Some bald guys uh, look really good bald. Other guys do not. They, they right. really need hair. That's what I'm worried about. But uh, you like, but you've done it before. So, you yeah. know, DP can grow hair like crazy. Yeah, like, that kind of surprised me. A, and yet he shaves his head. Yeah. Then he doesn't have to pay for haircuts, at least. That's that's true. Uh, unless he, would you give him a haircut? I mean, would you do? Have you done other people's hair? Like <laughs> no. you do your family's hair? No, no, I'm not that uh, good. I just, uh, I've just I, been experimenting. I think you're very good. We years. got uh, haircuts when I was growing up. Uh, Dad would just put us in the backyard, 
and shave the shave yeah. our head. Yeah, and, I mean, I might try yeah. my sons eventually. Yeah. yeah, you save a little money there. <laughs> uh, it is Tom and Bach. We do a show every weekday. Uh, let's say we got Sam Houston State tonight. We got Sam Houston State at the uh, PBA tonight. Nebraska, of course, coming off a tough uh, loss to Western Illinois. Uh, Sam Houston State's were actually pretty good. Uh, they've been averaged like 18 wins a year for the last eight years. This is not going to be easy tonight, Bach. If you were thinking of just going to, they're just going to roll over. You're wrong. Uh, this is a pretty good basketball team they're facing in Sam Houston State, uh, but they're not big. Even though they're a good rebounding team, they go six two, six two, six two, and then six seven, six six. It's it's. Yeah, it's, the Muskies should really, be able to rebound with them. You then. would think they would be able to. Um, it kind of tells you that it's not about size. It's more about effort. Uh, but Sam Houston That's State. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. I know what you just did there, Bach. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, um, But I'm going to go, and you're going to do the post game, right? Yeah. Uh, we better be a better mood than we were last time. It's a must-win game. It's a must-win game, I think, for Nebraska tonight. It is a must-win. It, I, I feel like it is. Um, but we'll review the, the basketball game a little bit uh, later on in the show. Tim Miles got his uh, first win last night. at uh, He's at San Jose State. You know, he lost his best player. His name is Richard Washington. He led the Mountain West in scoring last year at 19 points a game. And he wanted to return to school. He, he was looking at the NBA. He hired an agent, but he wasn't an approved agent. Agent. And then he played in a three-on-three competition, and this guy is now ineligible. San Jose State is bad. They've been bad for years. Last year they were 5-16, and 16, so a lot of people maybe questioned Tim Miles taking over that gig, but they won last night. They beat Cal State Fullerton 78-76. to That's Tim Miles' 400th win. Oh, congratulations, Congratulations. Tim. Way to go, Timmy. I'm very happy for Tim Miles. In fact, uh... We'll play him a hell, Varsity. Here you go. I just wrote that. That's Can you pretty believe good. That? That, yeah. I just wrote that. I can't believe that. Uh, that is amazing uh, songwriting ability by by me. I'm, I'm rooting for Tim. Uh, I think everybody universally is rooting for Tim. I don't know if it's because of the tournament game, you know, his quirky personality. Everybody wanted Tim to work here at Nebraska. I Some people think that job, San Jose State, is kind of a hidden gem. You're recruiting California. The campus, I guess, is beautiful. Wouldn't mind taking the job myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, living out there. And you know, he he was kind of out. He was out of college basketball. Part of it, COVID. Nobody was hiring. He could have gotten the Wyoming gig, and he he just like they weren't going to give him a big enough pool. I I don't think to hire the assistants he wanted. Uh, and he waited. And he waited. He waited. And he got the San Jose State gig. So and now they're one and zero. So who knows? You, you can't go. But he undefeated. lost his best player. But he apparently didn't need him. <laughs> he didn't need him. He didn't meet well, the – Well, not for Cal the, State Fullerton, but there might be some other uh, the, bigger games on Mountain there. Mountain West uh, – I'm, I'm sure he's going to roll. He's going to roll. Uh, we've got a big show today. There are picks of density 
on the way. Uh, I'm a big leader right now. I, you can't yeah. stop me. I'm like a freight train rolling. Uh, 37 and 31. Bach is 30 and 38. Yeah. Uh, but you're probably close to the season prediction for Nebraska. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. They, they can't get to 6-6, six and six, can they? No. So we're both wrong. You had 6-6 six and six for Nebraska. I just said 6-6 six and six to appease the fans. <laughs> you really believe it? <laughs> I was probably leaning toward 5. <laughs> you can't you can't say that I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Just like I always predict Nebraska to win and if there's like a a close game, you know, uh, like a a, a toss-up game or whatever, uh, where you could see it happen either way. Then you pick Nebraska cuz why why wouldn't you? You just want to make some fans <laughs> angry. It's not like your nose to Thomas over here. <laughs> I do that as well. Don't we all do that? Yeah. Cuz we're drinking the Kool-Aid in the summer. And we go into fall camp. We go, you know what? They could get to six. Yeah. A little luck. They're at eight. <laughs> and then you're at nine and four. Nine and four. Yes. No, I'm not going to do another song. Um, so there there we go. We will do our picks of density. We'll have uh, Mitch Sherman, uh, who wrote that, that uh, great story for The Athletic about the coaching carousel at Nebraska. Um, in the early – it was – it was uh, Frank Solis getting fired, and then Callahan took over. Yeah, uh, but maybe we can revisit that a little bit because we're there are some similarities that are going on currently now. That 2003 thing is just gonna you know everybody's just uh, drawn parallels to that. And uh, it just I mean it feels so similar, yeah. other than the fact that that you know before yeah. before that Nebraska was doing well, and right, right now they're not. But I mean just the the staff overhaul, and if Nebraska yeah. can be so lucky to hire nearly as good as they right. did that year to get Bo Pelini right. and Tim Halvin, two future coaches. I mean, what if the two of their right. next, their four hires, two of them are future yeah, college football coaches. You keep saying Tim Halvin, though. I mean, he's, a, he's a coach right now. He's he a, is a coach, but he's won two games. Three games. They've won three games. Yes. Okay, well, Him I and my Nebraska mind. are the only three and seven. Right. Ohio and Nebraska are the only three and seven teams in the nation. That's right. Fun fact, but that's not fun at all. Yeah. And Barney Cotton could have been a head coach somewhere. Uh, he, he applied for a few uh, gigs. He applied he? for a few gigs before he became the a coordinator at UNLV, right? He was a, or, yeah, was he at UNLV. Being, yeah. Uh, now he's had some health problems. He was the interim so. head coach at Nebraska. There you go. He was the interim head if coach. You so count, three coaches. Yeah, if you count three. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, we'll revisit maybe that topic and talk about uh, some of the current stuff. Mitch follows Nebraska basketball, so we could do that as well. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Nebraska got a new baseball commit. Uh, and I do want to revisit the thing that the guys talked about a little bit later on. Uh, Happer and Schaefer uh, played the soundbite from Colin Cowherd and Joel Klatt about Nebraska being close. So it's not just that Scott Frost is saying it. They think Nebraska is close and that it's really a six-year plan. There's some schools, according to Cowherd, that are a three-year job you know, to get to where you need to go. Maybe USC, maybe uh LSU, LSU yeah. um, but Nebraska's a six-year job, and they were actually a big fan. They they thought it was it was good. Nebraska stuck with Scott Frost because they do see progress. Unlike maybe us, where we watch it closely, we do see progress, but we're so frustrated that we maybe react in a different way than the national media does. Yeah, it's interesting to get that because the, the national media, you know, thus far has been pushing Scott Frost on the front on, on the hot seat. 
for this whole time while you know people here at Nebraska were like, well, hold on, let's wait off here. Then the three and seven happened, and then <laughs> Nebraska fans are like, well, we can't help it. Now yeah. he's on this hot seat, and now everybody's is coming around. I think it's just because Nebraska, uh, again, if you don't give me wins, give me interesting. Yeah. And Nebraska has been so interesting that they've been featured um, several times right. on primetime big slots, TV slots. So. Everybody's watched them. Everybody's seen them compete with some of these top programs. And again, you know, if, if, if you do it back to back to back to back, yeah. and then it gets Ohio State on these national programs. And, and they're used to seeing Nebraska when they were good getting blown out. When, when they would finally watch right. him in the big game. So, um, you know, I can understand that why, you know, some guys like, like Clatton and, and Cowherd think that it's close and, and wouldn't make the move. And, again, that, that Harbaugh, a lot of comparisons to the Harbaugh thing because Harbaugh took, you know, took some money right. back and, and restructured his contract. Right. As you mentioned in, yeah. in the past, yeah. Harbaugh's had a lot more success at Michigan Way before more Frost, success. So maybe it's not an, a, yeah. a great comparison, but uh, I, I think that – I think that there is a belief that Nebraska is close, and it's it's not just a belief. I mean, watch it. It's on the field. You, yeah. you don't just roll your helmet out there and compete with right. Ohio State like that. Uh, speaking of a little pressure, and this isn't talked about a lot in the Husker family, Amy Williams might be under a little pressure this year. One NCAA tournament appearance, I believe, in five years. This is year five for her. Uh, but, man, the early results, the early returns on Husker women's basketball – Last night, Jazz Shelley. I know they're not playing anybody yet. But it was Prairie View, uh, Prairie View A and M uh, last night. But they did beat them, one hundred two to forty seven. Alexis Markowski had fourteen points. Izzy Bourne thirteen points. Uh- Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, Jazzy Shelley actually led the way with 22. Uh, She's the Oregon transfer. Was six of nine from three last night. Uh, And we're not even talking about Sam Hybe, who's one of the better players, I think, in the Big Ten. This could be a good team. I mean, we'll wait and see. But they were 11 of 22 from three-point range. They made 55% of their shots. Um, it's an easy schedule to open. Maine was really short. And I don't know anything about Prairie View A&M. I doubt they're very good. And they have. we're not going to learn much more when they take on Alabama A&M on Sunday. But they're, you know, their first game, 108 points. Their second game, 102 points. That's a lot. That, that's pretty good. I don't care if you're playing the YMCA. That's right. Know, or, or the ticket team back yeah. when Bach was. Of course, they were pretty good because Bach could shoot. That's right. Uh, but they did lose a game where they led by four with uh, like five seconds left to go. <laughs> playing five on four. By but um, I'm pretty sure the Nebraska women could probably take you guys. Uh, I think so, yeah. The ticket team uh, and blow you out and score 100 points. I'm, I'm mildly excited. I'm mildly excited about Husker women's basketball hey, and what they could be. Hey, 100 points is 100 points, like you said. I don't yeah. care who it is. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm interested, too. And if you have the chance, go out there Sunday um, and watch him. Of course, Happer will be there. He's uh, yeah. He'll announce for everybody. Right. He does the PA. Yeah, and he's been busy calling names out. So I, I think, um, you know, it, <laughs> I don't care what you are. Watching a game where somebody um, scores 100 points, I think they'll have another chance to do it. If they, I mean, um, once is nice. Twice yeah. is, hey, these guys, <laughs> I mean, um, these gals are, are on fire. I wonder, do PA guys practice at home? Like, 
Jazz Shelley for three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Happer yeah. spends half his time in the I've news. done so. Have you ever done basketball PA? I've done, no. I've done a little basketball PA, some baseball PA. Um, I would love to do basketball PA, but there, there's, you know, you, you're under the microscope. Oh, yeah. Under the microphone, I guess. <laughs> if you make a mistake, everybody knows it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can't screw up. Or you can, and just everybody knows it. Uh, let's welcome Jim to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Hi, Jim. Morning, guys. How are hey. you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Good. Um, I don't listen every day, but uh, I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but how many coaches that were on the hot seat and retained have had success after the fact? I don't know if there's any studies on that or um. any numbers on that. Yeah, we could we could kind of think. Let's some do, of that. I mean, that that's, might be your ten. You know, at some point, yeah. uh, down the road. I don't know if that uh, we've done a lot of research on that. I, I, I didn't we talk about Iowa State? Um, and you did Dan little, McCartney. Yeah, yeah, Dan McCartney yeah. did. Gaskins did did some research there. Yeah, he, oh, that's right. That was Gaskins going. that did the research yeah. on that. Um, but he I, had one top twenty-five season after that, which was one of like two in school history. And so. Bill McCartney, I believe, at Colorado was into year four hmm. or five before things finally turned around, and then they they were winning Big Twelve championships. Um, I don't think. I know, mean, there there's people that will tell you Tom Osborne was on the hot seat a right, little, but bit. he was always going nine and three right. or ten and two, <laughs> which is a ridiculous. I mean, that's almost like Harbaugh. It's like Michigan fans, you know, saying, "Hey, you got to take a pay cut because you're losing three games every year, and sometimes four or five. Uh, Tom Osborne definitely was on the hot seat, and I think it was 1978. He said uh, that he considered going to Colorado. Yeah, and that was the year Nebraska beat Oklahoma, then had to play them again in the Orange Bowl after losing the next game, if they had won it against Missouri, they would have played for the national championship in the Orange Bowl, I believe, against Penn State. Um, I remember one year, I think it was the Liberty Bowl, Nebraska beat Texas Tech. And uh, Nebraska barely beat Texas Tech that year. It was early 70s. And uh, a booster said to Tom Osborne, good thing you won that game because you would have been out. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and, and, that, and again, that, I think that team finished something like 9-3. and three. Uh, So it's hard to compare those teams to what Scott Frost is currently going through. Um, But maybe people like Colin Cowherd and Joe Klatt are somewhat right in that this is a big rebuild, and you can't deny there's been progress. Not everywhere, certainly not uh, in special teams in my mind, even though Scott Frost might tell you different, or with the offensive line, or with, you know, untimely turnovers or penalties or just big mistakes or finding ways to lose games they're you know they have actually stayed the same in that area (laughs) so yeah but there is progress and i mean again you can't you can't play with four top 10 teams uh to one possession or in ohio state's case nine points uh and have a chance to win those games i mean that's consistency that's not hey, we can show up on any Saturday and, and maybe give you a game. It's consistently yeah. showing up against the best teams and pushing them. Um, I, I, I think Ryan Day was, was uh, you know, said that he he did not, he was not looking forward to the Nebraska yeah. game. I mean, he, he, he was ah. pretty pretty stressed out about it as far as yeah. uh, who was on their uh, mm-hmm. schedule. Um, you know, that was one of his biggest stressor games. So uh, it's, you know, and I and I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, 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 if I could think of a name that that's really been on the hot seat that's came back and had success, but I mentioned this this morning, how frustrated 
should Texas Tech be? We all know that they didn't win with Patrick Mahomes, right? right? That was already frustrating. Now, they didn't win with Patrick Mahomes, with Cliff Kingsbury's coach. Cliff Kingsbury has the number one record in the NFL. And Patrick Mahomes, of course, is and nobody an MVP. Saw, nobody saw that coming, right? Yeah. Nobody saw that coming with Cliff Kingsbury in the NFL. And he and, and Murray have been a, a great connection. But they're running the football. They're playing good defense. I mean, he's been a good CEO. Maybe Scott Frost should take a, a few notes from Cliff Kingsbury, of all people. Oh, yeah. If he's going to become a CEO, you know, and pull back from the offensive range, I wonder if that's what Cliff Kingsbury did a little bit. I think that's still his offense. Um, but it would be interesting to study some of these people. I mean, I'm amazed by the impatience in college football. I think Nebraska's been patient after four years with Scott Frost, but in some cases, it's it's incredible to me how impatient schools can be. Nebraska's been there at times with with uh, Frank Solich being fired after a 10-win season or a 9-win season and yeah. they, they won their bowl game. Or Gary Patterson, the best coach in the history of TCU football. And it's not even close. He's the whole reason they got in to the Big 12. Uh, and they fire him. Uh, in a year still where they might get to a bowl game. They're coming off a win over Baylor last week with Jerry Kill as their head coach. It's It's Amazing, I think, how impatient some some programs have been. And Nebraska is in that group, but not this time. They stayed yeah. really patient with their guy, Scott Frost, because he's a brother, because One, he's a family member. Yeah, and again, Texas Tech's a good example. They they gave Matt Wells two and a half years, and he was five and three. Uh, his best record, he went four and eight, four and six, and they brought him back, and then he went five and three, and they said, that's it, we're done. Yeah. Uh, of course, Nebraska is in that same category, though, with, with Mike Riley. They might not have fired him after two and a half years. They gave him three, but we all knew the writing was on the wall after two years and, what, three games? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I I never liked the hire, so I was okay with them. I was the totally plug okay with that because I hated the hire. Uh, four six four five six eight five on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sutter Heyman text line. This off the text line. I, I know Husker fans don't like... Uh, this take, and I get it. Our schedule this year is laughably difficult. Uh, we can decide how much of a factor that was, but you can't just uh, ignore it. Uh, and that's a lot of people. It's the in some in some cases, I've seen it as the number one toughest schedule in the country. Yeah, and it is, but it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> the the Illinois loss is like like I said yeah. always going to come back and but sting. But that's not a bad loss anymore. That's a pretty bad loss. I mean, it's it's a bad loss, but they it's beat not Penn, as they bad. did beat Penn State. They beat Penn State. And then they, they beat, beat Minnesota. Minnesota. But and, that that makes you make makes me believe more so that Minnesota's a worse loss because yeah. that Illinois team's just that's that's year one. They're not going to go bowling. They're not. They don't. They might. They win their last two. They're going bowling. <laughs> they have a, they have an outside shot of going bowling. Yeah. But they're just not. They're far from overwhelming. Um. So I mean, if and 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 we can do the thing where, and I, I agree. Like Purdue usually get lump, gets lumped in there. Purdue's knocked off two top five teams. That's a tough team. That's a good team. Yeah. But at some point for Nebraska, those are the type of games you have to win. You can't. You can say you have a tough schedule, but if if too many of those losses include the Big Ten West, those are teams you're playing year in and year out. And let's admit it, that's not a great division. Right. So you know, it's a very winnable division. So. You know, I, I understand the losses, and I think most people would have understood the losses. If you if you just lose, if you just have those four losses to the top ten teams, uh, you know, it'd still be frustrating. But 
you know, if if you kind of reverse the course or whatever, what's your record then? You through yeah. ten games. I I don't even know six and four. They're, they're, then we're all celebrating, and Nebraska's probably in the others receiving votes category. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, Illinois has Iowa next week at Iowa. They're they're off this week. Uh, they could win that one. <laughs> and then uh, week thirteen. Illinois has Northwestern, so they're probably going to win that. They game might go bowling. They, they might, might go. They bowling. might go bowling. <laughs> uh, and by the way, they they ran for 357 yards against Penn State, and that's a pretty good defense. And Brett Bielema, I mean, who was our administration laughed at the idea that Brett Bielema could be or Belima, I think, as Harvey Perlman called him. <laughs> uh, you yeah. think we'd hire Brett Belima? Um, no, it's Brett Bielema. Uh, but, man, what would have happened if they would have done that? Maybe things, instead of Mike Riley? Oh, Brett, yeah. That, that, I'd still, I mean, I still if, think about that. If Brett Bielema wasn't at Illinois, and you asked me who I wanted yeah. for offensive coordinator, I'd say Brett Bielema. Uh, Frederick Frank brings up a good point. You repeatedly, Tom, said Riley uh, should get five years. And I did. I, I went on the air and I said, I hate this hire. I despise this hire. This is a terrible hire. But if you're going to hire this guy, give him a long runway. I, I did say that. Uh, and then by year three, I go, oh, this is Peter. Never mind. He's uh, never weird. mind. <laughs> never mind. I lied. I absolutely lied. Well, the idea with Riley was to get you over the hump, right? Yeah. It, 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 there, was, there was not a whole lot of ways that made me feel like that hire made any sense. Yeah. Other than, okay, you've got a coach right, you know, you got them right at the precipice of being relevant they're not quite there they're nine and four every year they're losing these big games people are starting to not even really want to tune in for them they don't believe they're going to win um so it was just kind of okay bring in a guy with head coaching experience that can just get you over that home maybe it's just the the head coach and and you know but that thing as soon as it turned to five and seven and before that you know three and six and all all the stuff before the michigan state win I mean that put Nebraska's program back so long, yeah. and it's and and I say it it's it's not it's no longer Riley's fault that Frost is where he is. Though if you want to do the six year rebuild excuse, then somewhat is. Yeah. But uh, it literally put Nebraska's program back yeah. uh, because like because Frost hasn't worked out. I mean that's been part of it. Is that you know when you say literally, people say literally now and they throw it into anything. But when I say literally, I mean this is what happened. Um, is that higher since then? has been disaster for Nebraska football. Yep, it has. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with our picks of density. It's, uh, it's a good weekend of college football. Maybe not a great weekend, but a pretty good weekend. I'm pretty excited for it. I, and I, you, are you going to Iowa? Are you thinking I think about it? I think it's pretty cold outside. I'm not it's, sure anymore. It's, it's right. <laughs> I've been going back and forth, but now, I mean, it's cold. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going because I'm cold. I'd rather watch from inside the comforts of my home. We'll probably. watch from inside, but we'll also have our picks on all these games over the weekend. We'll do it coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bob. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.